Right, okay, here we are. Basically, uh, yeah, my name's Neil. I'm gonna go through a series of maybe stories, I don't know, maybe thoughts. Let's, I wanna look into something. My main aim is to stop anyone I can from taking drugs, yeah? I may seem to, not glorify, but I may seem to use certain phrases or stories. Do you know why? I wanna catch someone's attention. I can catch their attention, I've got them, they're listening. Yeah, so if you hear me talking about the time, I don't know, we've chucked fireworks through the windscreen, through an open window of a car to get the dealers to jump out and rob them, yeah? That's fact, that's something that happened. It's terrifying for everyone. Yeah, it should not be glamorized at all, but it's the sort of thing that'll get someone's attention, they'll listen, and I'm hoping they'll listen further to the message, yeah? Don't sell drugs, don't become enslaved, I mean, what is this shit? The, the, for some reason, the government and, and the media want to, you know, label this child slavery thing as county lines. It's not county lines, yeah? It's forced enslavement of their own people, poor people selling their own people down to different cities to sell drugs, yeah? And don't get me wrong, some people are getting fat and rich off it. And I hated that just like many other people. I probably hated drug dealers mainly because I was an addict. Come on. There's that old phrase, don't bite the hand that feeds you, isn't there? Fuck that. When you're in addiction, nothing counts. You brought, you, I always used to say to people, are you going to take a crack cocaine? Show me a list of all the things that you say that you won't do, and I'll start ticking them off for you as you go along. First off, I didn't start off like that. I started off as a normal kid, happiest childhood, you know, de- hard, you know decent family, working class family. How the hell did I become a drug addict? Should I tell you how? Originally, I wouldn't say it was for being naive. Stupidity and ego. My ego told me at 18 years old that, hey, I can take heroin and not be a drug addict. I don't know the fuck how that makes sense now. But I was never not putting these people down. I was never, you know, your big issue type. I was never, you know, good luck to them. Bless them. Yeah. I bless them, I hope and I pray for anybody who's still in that life. But I wanted to keep what I had, so I carried on working. Obviously, when you're working, you make money every day for your drug habit. You can't wait until payday, can you? Payday, you normally pay everything you owe out. You have that in everything. My income changed at the beginning. My early days, I'm robbery. It cost me dearly, you know? At first, it was all... Pretty much, no one would have known the difference between me and a normal arm robber. You know, I fucking, I still had a few nice clothes and stuff like that. Nice fast motorbike, all through illegal. I'd go out, I'd find, listen, this is really shitty, but hey, this is, I'm just being brutally honest. I'm not one of the people who's going to sit there and say I robbed banks and took 20 grand. There is no. I robbed little shops, fucking co-ops, the odd post office. Probably to haul less than a grand most times, yeah? So let's be realistic. That's the one thing I want to do in here. Realistic, yeah? I'm not, you're not going to hear me talking about buying brand new cars after a robbery, yeah? You know, the, the, probably the flashiest car I ever owned in my life was BMW E33 Series M3. But what's the point in that when it, it wasn't insured? It, it wasn't, you know, the car that you would buy 
if you were looking at one on the lot, but it was just a car at the time that suited. I bought it, I didn't even have a license or no insurance, and I thought people would be impressed because I'd be on W. <laughs> I was still a smackhead, yeah? And we'll talk about armed robbery. I mean, you can't get more of a desperate crime. Look at the odds. Imagine if I was in there and the police car had pulled up. I then run the risk of me or someone else getting shot. I'm not the type of person who's going to go into a hostage situation because all I wanted to do was go in there, the money, and get the fuck out. And yeah, I did have it down to an art. I never wore a crash helmet because I knew they were looking for someone on a motorbike, so I'd park my motorbike away. I've always been quite agile and fit, close to train, close to box, so I was always quite fast on my feet. So uh, sometimes too fast. I mean, there's a bit of humour in there too. I once ran into a service station, petrol station, gas station, whatever you want to call it. So I'd been, uh, I had my iron for a few weeks before. I ran in with a bow carver on, a uh, deactivated gun. <laughs> yeah, what was I going to do? Go bang? Yeah. No, but it looked the part and it was heavier, so they knew it wasn't like a BB gun. So I would, I'd run in. Now, my planning was, I leave my motorbike about less than a quarter of a mile away, helmet, jacket on it, keys and run in, do the robbery, on the way out, I'm changing clothes, you know, flicking back on trousers and over different trousers, jump to my bike, make sure no one's about, get the fuck out of there, hide the money along the way. Well this time I've run into a petrol station, I've slipped straight over, they've been washing the floor. <laughs> so what do you what, what do? You do? What, what does the guy do? What do I do? I jump straight back up and I carried it on. <laughs> Tried to start out running in and slipping straight over on the floor very fast. It hurt, it hurt like hell. But when you've got an adrenaline spike running through you, knowing you could be killed or arrested and put away any second, you fucking go for it. I would immediately approach the till straight away. I would go through the victim law. Right, empty the till, empty the till, give me the fucking money. Now, 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 give me the fucking money. I'm not shouting because I'm walking my dog on the street and I don't want this to sound that way. But that's the, how I would go through it. Empty it now, now, now. And they would always have these plastic boxes full of scrap cards next to the till. So when the person behind the counter is thinking, hmm, is this real? Because that's a split second of thinking. I would go straight down with the deactivated beretta. Because this thing was like a hammer. So I would show them that it was at least 80% real. I would smash straight through the plastic screens. Now, 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 now. And they would start emptying the cash. I just wanted the notes, grab all the notes. You know, if I grabbed a bottle of drink, I'd grab a bottle of drink. I'd walk out with facing, walking backwards, but also what, being aware of what could be out there. Because a lot of the time you can walk out and you don't know what's out there. You could have fucking the Sweeney standing out there, SO19. That's the UK version of SWAT. They could be waiting out there for mm-hmm. you. fucks. So I would be straight out there. Jump on a bike and go. I think the first ever one I've done, I was sick. Actually, physically sick from the adrenaline spike and the mass fact that I was rattling and withdrawing from heroin at the time. But yeah, got that money and done. And don't get me wrong, arm robbery was never a smooth thing for me. It came down to the fact that I had some old school principles. One, I was never a burglar. Two, I was never a shoplifter. I never saw the point in shoplifting uh, every single day to find my habit. 
just to get locked up every other two months. And I just thought I would, you know, jump a few tears and go straight to robberies. Obviously, with the armed robbery, please start watching me once. Please start watching me, you're fucked. You, you're not up against fixing Dot Green anymore or his old time police. You're up against technology. Even back then, we're talking 99, 98, 2000. They had enough intel, technology, and informants then to get units. So after a while, I started getting pulled a lot on motorbikes, uh, searches, and so eventually, I was arrested. I was arrested properly. As in, they came to my door, looking like they were gas men. They had a photo of me on a clipboard to ID me. I opened the door, thinking it was someone else. I looked to the left. As I looked to the left, I could see all the... Well, UK-style SWAT team, arm response, coming through the left side of the windows, walking along there. And they just hit me with a wire shield. I went flying backwards. And they had Heckler and Koch guns pointed out my head. Game over. It was me, game over. I was probably... I was 20 years old, I was arrested at the time, 12 counts of armed robbery, and I was fucked, fucked. I was even told when I was arrested, if you get convicted on this, you'd be lucky to get 8 to 12 years. <laughs> That's a lot to have on your head. They didn't have enough evidence to completely convict me. So they have this thing, this clever thing. Now it's, it's now it's called released under investigation. So it's not bail, but you're just out there while they get more evidence and then they call you back in and then they fucking charge you and that's what happened with me I went back in I've done all the ID frames ID frames are stupid when you're wearing a mask hey but they weren't they knew because they did have one where I fucked up and I wasn't properly masked I was out my head on tomatoes and decided to rob a local takeaway because takeaways have good money and I got seen and recognised and that was the one, only one I was convicted on. So I was quite lucky. We'll go more into that later on the next episode. Thank you.